Welcome to Meeting Your Magic. I'm your host, Kira Doyle. At Meeting Your Magic, we believe that when you're living in alignment, anything is possible. In this podcast, we explore human design as a tool to get you there. The magic is in you. It's time to get acquainted. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, just welcome. Once a month, we're going to be sharing a look inside the inner workings of extraordinary humans using, you guessed it, their body graph. In human design, we are all born with the tools we need to reach our greatness and live our purpose to its highest potential. And today's brave leader is the prime example of that potentiality materialized. On January 20th, 2021, When Kamala Harris arrived to the inauguration wearing a stunning purple dress and jacket, I wonder what she was feeling. I would guess that her hands were shaking, her gut was on fire, and that energy, that magic was spreading through every cell of her being, touching everyone in her radius, going through the camera into the ethers and right into your home. If you were watching, I know you felt it too. Fire. And when she raised her hand to swear in to the oath to become the country's first woman, first black and first South Asian vice president, little girls at home planted in front of their TVs raised their hands in unison with her. And a lot of us couldn't help but wipe a tear. It was happening, history, right before our eyes. As Harris repeated these words, the duties of the office in which I'm about to enter, so help me God, you saw that smile, right? It was becoming so real for her in that moment, her sacral responding to life. I wonder if below her throbbing heart, if her G-center whispered, I was born for this. And if it had, according to her human design body graph, she would have been right. Today, we are going to take a look at Madame Vice President Kamala Harris's human design and how her aligned living changed the face and fabric of democracy. Kamala Devi Harris, born October 20th, 1964, is a pure generator. And if you listen to episode two, you know that when generators are in the right work, watching them do their thing is magical. It's contagious energy. And this also means that the role as VP and her role of service doesn't feel like a sacrifice, but rather a deep, profound satisfaction that is regenerative for Kamala's soul. Generator types are here to do meaningful work, but the meaningful part is key. Doing the work they love will give them a feeling of complete satisfaction, and it will radically change their life and the lives of everyone around them. And today, you're going to see how that comes into play for Kamala. Now, before generators move into action, they must first respond. Life shows them something first, and it's up to that generator to respond, yes, that lights me up, or no, that doesn't, to whatever has been presented. And you may have felt her gigantic yes that came through the screen of your TV when she was being sworn in. And it may have made you feel like you could do anything just by witnessing Harris on her path. And Kamala didn't get on her path by trying to fit in. You don't shatter glass ceilings that way. And of course, being a politician requires amicability. But Harris's agenda was fueled by a soul deep calling to make the world a better place, and that far surpassed her desire to be liked. 
Now, this isn't going to be a full look at Harris's life and upbringing. While many of her personal experiences played a role in developing her character and helping her achieve this great destiny. And make no mistakes, this overview of her body graph is not to diminish the hurdles that she overcame as a woman and a woman of color. This is just a deep look into the blueprint of Harris's energy, her gifts, her traits, her talents. And ultimately, it really came down to how she navigated her life with authenticity, integrity, timing, and trust in her greater purpose that led to this moment. And this is true for all of us. We're born with our own set of cards, if you will, and pure potentiality. And then our experiences, conditioning, and choices magnetize and create the outcome. Two body graphs could look identical and be lived out entirely differently, just as the same hands of cards could play two completely different games. The choice is ours, yes? We get to choose the path of alignment and truth, even when it's hard for us and even when it hasn't been done before. And that's what Kamala did. And what was her greater purpose that was driving her? I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about Harris's incarnation cross because you cannot make this up. So each person has an incarnation cross that represents their life direction and purpose. And in order to fulfill this cross, all that's required is that you live in alignment with your strategy and authority. There are 768 crosses in human design. And Kamala's is the right angle cross of laws. Yes, my friends, that is actually her incarnation cross. Her life theme is to establish law and order in an unruly world. I mean, perfect timing, right? This calling and this cross has been in her bones for a long time. And her collection of personal experiences further set her up for leadership, law, and mutation. Starting with her mother... Shamala Gaplin, who played a massive role in expanding Harris's beliefs around what was possible. Shamala was quite badass, actually. Born in India, she became a leading biologist in breast cancer research in America. And her work has had a significant impact on what we know about breast cancer today. And witnessing her mother must have had such a massive impact on Harris's fuel to create change as well. And while there are many innate qualities in Harris's chart that call for equality, her firsthand experiences of racial injustice and racial prejudice heightened her desire to create a better world. And when Harris was in high school, her best friend confessed that she was molested by her stepfather. Harris offered a safe haven, asking her mom if she could come live with her. And then she later said that this played a big role in her calling to protect women and children as a prosecutor. As the pieces of Harris's life unfolded and the more she stepped into the person she came to be, she followed gut response after gut response, first interning as a mailroom clerk for the California senator in college. She chaired the economic society. She led the debate team and she moved deeper and deeper into alignment until she became the first person of color elected as district attorney of San Francisco Senate and eventually our vice president. You could say this happened against all odds, but that's the thing about the quantum field is that it doesn't care about odds. We care about odds and we have a lot of reprogramming to do around that. The quantum field cares about alignment. It cares about us being on our right path and in the right frequency. Harris persevered through all of this because she was brave enough to listen to her inner calling. 
Okay, let's talk about her profile. Kamala Harris is a 6'4 hermit opportunist. As an opportunist, Kamala is a natural networker who relies on the relationships and community she cultivates for support. Her community is everything to her. And her strong ties with her sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha, are just one example. You may have noticed that Harris is always wearing pearls, you know, throughout her campaign and even on the inauguration. And this is actually a way to pay homage to her sorority and really be in unison with her sisters, who she refers to as family. And where she is today has everything to do with the relationships that she has built along the way. Every new connection and every introduction that comes into her world has wind beneath its wings when it's facilitated through a member of her community. And while on the opportunist side, she is incredibly social, the hermit really requires plenty of time away from the public eye to go inward. In fact, taking time to process events and experiences is how hermits integrate their lessons. Now, this might be a bit of a challenge for Harris right now with all eyes on her, and it will be a bit of a dance to find this balance. The hermit gets called out of their solitude by their community when their community is in need. And as her nation, we are now an extension of that community, which means she will be pulling herself out of hermiting all the time to meet our needs. Harris has a triple threat of defined head center, ajna, and throat center, and they're all directly connected. She is naturally quick and a master at rebuttal and also banter. This combo is incredibly sharp, an original thinker, consistent and trustworthy thought processing, and the ability to speak with confidence. And as a result, when Kamala speaks, even on an entirely new topic she just learned about, she comes across as almost an immediate expert. The channels in her head are designed for logical thinking. She has gate four, which encourages her to spend a great deal of time reviewing why something won't work. It's a necessary doubt that ensures all safety precautions are taken. And often it's capable of developing outside of the box solutions. And while her head is really, really strong, decisions are meant to be made from the gut for this pure generator. Kamala's open solar plexus makes her a sponge for the emotions of others. And when not in check, an open solar plexus can cause the tendency to avoid confrontation and truth. Remember, our open centers are where we have the most opportunity for growth. The more we know ourselves, the stronger we can become in how we navigate them. And that is something that Harris has shown she has become a master at. Politics, of course, helps you adapt a thicker skin and learn how to confront when necessary. And her defined sacral is there to help Harris decide when it is the right time to have confrontation. I mean, she gained national profile when she questioned the Trump's administration officials during the Senate hearings. And we'll never forget her famous quote in the debate. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking right? She really learned how to stick up for herself. Through gate one, her innate qualities of leadership are revealed. And as this gate was being awakened in Harris, she injects life into everybody around her. When she is in the right work, she's shining like a diamond. And you can see this throughout her life, even as a young woman, like she chaired the economic society. She led the debate team. She has never been one to stand in the background. And we females know how frustrating it has been to tolerate jokes about women and hormones and being in office. And while Harris will be empathetic like no other, Gate 23 is there to give her clear communication and efficiency. 
Harris is here to simplify and she has the ability to be composed and professional. So she'll be bashing those rumors just by how she carries herself alone in the office over the next four years. With her son in gate 50, she is constantly in touch with the values that sustain the stability of the world. Harris is deeply concerned that everyone gets food, shelter, and health. And her life's work is all about creating equality and transforming the world to meet those values. She is here to restore our equilibrium, to level the playing fields after corruption. And with the support of Gate 55, Harris has the ability to support us as a nation through the great mutation. The theme here is being able to purge ancestral toxins and create a better world. We're entering into a new world right now in the physical, political world and the metaphysical and astrology world as well. Harris's ability to adapt and mutate makes her an ideal leader for us at this time. For anyone who has the idea that being a generator is boring because it's not one of the super rare energy types, if Madame Vice President Kamala Harris can't expand you out of that mentality, then I don't know what will. The downfall of generators is that we do what we think needs to be done or we do what we think we should do. What makes Kamala Harris magic is that she is doing the work that only she can do. Imagine, imagine if Kamala had listened to who she should be, who she could be, stayed in the lines that were drawn for her, spent her life trying to fit in. We wouldn't be here. You can have all the right ingredients to make a souffle. But if everyone around you is making chocolate cake and you decide that's what you should make instead, you have the potentiality to make an incredible souffle, but you end up with a not-so-good chocolate cake. But if you just allowed yourself to make the thing that you came here to make, it'd be a win-win. You'd be happy and satisfied with the souffle, and everyone else around you would get to enjoy it too. This is a win-win world, remember? Kamala Harris is experiencing the deep satisfaction of being where she feels most aligned. Her engine is burning with fire and passion and purpose, and she's changing the world because she followed her dreams. And we, the American people and women of the world and all people of color are experiencing the endless benefit of her living her truth. Win, win. I don't know about you, but this is a kick in the butt. Not to seek a path in politics because I don't think that'll ever be my souffle, but to walk the path that is mine. To make what only I can make. No matter what your energy type is, what is the one brave path that you are being called to live? What win-win can we all experience when you boldly step onto it. The world is waiting. Thank you so much for being here today. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review and share with a friend who would love it too. Until next time, stay in your magic.